0: I love you like peaches.
1: You're sweet as can be. I love you like peaches. We're back, baby. I do really want to get a setup, though. Like a true, real deal setup. I want this to look professional. Profession? Like some lighting. Some overheads.
0: Some front. Mm hmm. I, think, it I will, think that'd be cool, yeah, I agree.
1: It will just make it all, and then we can really cut snippets and actually start putting it out there. Yeah. I think I was afraid to, not afraid, but I didn't really care in the beginning because I had no idea if, this was, if we're going to keep up with this. But uh-huh.
0: So far we've been coming, keeping up with it for like two months.
1: I know, I know. Which is pretty nuts. Even though we pushed it to the absolute last day and you're making <laughs> me...
0: I Look, you don't have to edit anything. It's all going to be perfect as we speak, so...
1: No, I'll probably edit it tomorrow, to be honest. Fluently, and... Because no one actually cares if you release it on... Yeah, probably not. Most of my podcasters that I listen to, I'm like, oh, did you release it yet? Like, they release it within, yeah. like, a three-day window. So if they can do that and make money, I think we're gonna be okay.
0: You think we'll make it?
1: Uh, we didn't put our phones in airplane mode. Oh, you're right. Okay.
0: What do you want to start off with?
1: Um, I have topics.
0: Good, because I don't have very many. So. Really? <laughs> I have zero, <laughs> to be exact.
1: <laughs> Do we want to talk about Ted Lasso?
0: Yes. So the first thing we're going to get to, uh, if you haven't seen the show, it's on Apple TV. Go,
1: I will give you my login. I will pay for your Apple subscription. That's how passionate I am about this show. I need everyone to go watch this show.
0: I feel like most people who probably have watched it because it's super famous now but if you haven't seen it ted lasso phenomenal show
1: i think that's your friends I, I was talking about it all last night and everyone was like i don't know what you're talking about
0: okay well we're gonna give you quite possibly the best show of all time
1: yes i thus far don't like watching tv that much or i just get bored really easily not ted not ted i have been in a full binge
0: here's why i think ted is so great
1: mm-hmm.
0: let me break it down one to start
1: hmm
0: He's quick. Super funny. Mm-hmm. Two, you talked about this earlier when we were watching it. It's not a, it, it doesn't seem like it's an exceptionally high-budget show. No. And it probably could be now, but they're keeping the same style. Yes. Which I really enjoy. I
1: like low-budget production.
0: It makes it seem more down-to-earth. Mm-hmm. It makes it seem more real, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It makes it seem like you could see yourself somehow getting a job there and like being in that position, right?
1: I think that's why The Office was so successful, Mm -hmm. like the most low-budget show. We could literally make it right now.
0: No, we're not that funny. (laughs) (laughs) But I see what you mean. Like the, yeah. And
1: Schitt's Creek. Like, that was incredibly low budget. They literally had to budget. I remember he talking about one time. He's like, and then I had to spend $400 on a dress, and that was just going to absolutely break the wardrobe budget for that week. It's so
0: funny because it's about a show of exceptionally wealthy people. (laughs) And they're like, now we can't afford And They had to
1: go thrift like vintage designer things. (laughs) Great. It was, anyway.
0: So, yeah. So, Ted's funny. Mm -hmm. It's down to earth and realistic. Mm -hmm. And three, you're not wasting time watching this show. It teaches you life lessons, it brings you through the emotions of life, how hard things can be, even though the person that you're looking at might seem like they might be perfect.
1: Do you know what it is? What? It's an adult kid show.
0: It is, but I think what also it is, is that it's TED is a very happy show, and we're not giving anything away here, Mm-mm. but it came at a time
1: mm-hmm.
0: when things weren't so happy. Mm-hmm. And so, when all you're doing is you're watching the news of coronavirus, how long you're going to be stuck in your little room? Mm-hmm. Um, the things going on during coronavirus, mm-hmm. like um, the riots and George Floyd and all that stuff, it's it's hard. It's mm-hmm. a lot of heavy stuff. And the, most of the TV that we watch now, including you uh, the, with podcasts, is like a lot of people like murder podcasts, which are are yeah. good, but they're super intense. You're dealing with yeah. very very real. Yeah and heavy topics. Yeah. If you watch Criminal Minds, it's a similar thing. Yeah. It's very real on heavy topics. Yeah. This show is happy.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's not But it's not mindless.
0: It's not mindless.
1: Because so often we're like, I just want to throw something on and not think about it. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you're just filling your, your head with tra- like trash television. This is... This is...
0: Good. This is better than reading a book, in my opinion. It's going to give you... Okay, teach you- that's a little bit... <laughs> I don't think so at all. Yeah. I think it, it can teach you the same important lessons in a visual platform.
1: In a fun way. I find myself being like, I could see a therapist being like, go watch episode X of Ted Lasso and let's talk about it next week. Because yeah. I think you're going through like, and they go through such a wide gamut.
0: Yeah. Um, I, the I character think character development
1: too. is like, but it's an adult kid show. Kid shows back in the day, they tried to make them fun, but they were sneaking in lessons. And I feel like that's how this is. I think
0: you haven't watched this, and some of the viewers might, and some of them might not have, but there's a kid show that teaches you really good life lessons, and it, you can watch it, I think, at any age and really mm-hmm. enjoy it. And it's Avatar
1: Veggie Tales. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Veggie Tales. The tomato and the cucumber. No, but seriously, um, the Avatar, like. It's fun, It's, but you have to watch that show because it, de- it deals with... Re- i heard
1: people who like that. Very
0: real topics.
1: you will never watch it.
0: You won't because you don't like animated stuff I like don't that. like animated I do. stuff <laughs> I, So yeah. if you like things that are fun, fantasy, um, animated, but uh, they're, they're real and they deal with real topics, Avatar is a really good one. Legend of Korra is the second one. That's a really good show. Remember when you were in high school or college or whatever, in middle school, elementary school, and someone would show you a video Mm -hmm. and like say watch this i think ted Mm -hmm. is something you can do that with Mm -hmm. like you can do that in college lectures
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. like
0: we're going to watch this episode of ted and we're going to talk about
1: it yeah we used to watch criminal minds not criminal minds law and order
0: coach g's portable he didn't care about school (laughs) he just wanted you to shut up (laughs) (laughs) recommending ted
1: recommending ted oh the last thing i will say is i do not enjoy Ninety-three percent of comedic styles on those types of shows. Like Uh, I, this has
0: made it has to have the best writing cast of all time. Correct,
1: (laughs) Uh, but I can't sit through The Office. I think it's horrible. I can't sit through uh, like Parks and Rec. Like, not my style of comedy. This is completely different, and it's so quick and funny. And yeah, the writing's genius. Okay, moving on. I just wrote this down because of what I just listened to. Mm -hmm. Are you happy?
0: yeah I think so you think so it ebbs and flows
1: do you think you're constantly like you know how they say that you can like happiness shouldn't be a constant emotion but you should constantly feel like joy and contentment I rephrase are you joyous and content
0: most of the time (laughs) and more now than I was in college for sure
1: In high school In high school College, the beginning of college.
0: College is just. I learned a lot about myself in college, so I just think when you're dealing with all that, it just it can get tough, and that's just life. You just got to deal with that.
1: That's interesting that you just said that because I thought for a while you were really looking at college through rose-colored glasses and selecting. But no, I
0: don't get me wrong. I had a. Ton of fun in college. Yeah, if I could go back, I like when I see game days or like pictures of my friends going out and having fun doing that. I do miss it.
1: That's when you have FOMO. Or I don't not have FOMO, FOMO, but like
0: because I got four years of it. Yeah, and that was enough. But it it does remind me of all the good times that I had.
1: But now you get to lock those away.
0: Yeah, I think it. it you, <laughs> you can't be taking victory laps. You know what I mean?
1: No, and it gets a lot less fun. And then I think you it gets. Weird. It gets depressing. A it's like
0: <clears throat> the same thing. Remember when you went to a high school party, mm-hmm. and there was like kids that were around your area that just weren't doing anything, and they would just show up.
1: Or kids who are like third or fourth years in college, and you're like, why, yeah, are, why are you here? here? It's weird. I think it's
0: the same thing in 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 college. Like you, you can go back for tailgates and stuff. Yeah, that's fine. That's
1: but you're cool. an alumni now. Like that's expected.
0: Yeah, you go to the downtown bars in Gainesville. <laughs>
1: Don't be showing up at the fraternity house. Unless you house can go to dog. <laughs> trying to like canoodle. Canoodle's the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> trying to fraternize with the frat boys. Trying yeah. to...
0: It's just at some point, life's about moving out and growing. You just got to do that. But it was a very good four years of my life.
1: And I think ha- having the awareness. Awareness? Awareness? Awareness. Awareness. <laughs> Keep that in. <laughs> to <laughs> To be able to cut it and say, I want to not tarnish my idea of this in anything in life.
0: Yeah, when I, getting to the end of my senior year, I was, you know, actually, I think it, it was almost flip-flopped. Like, my sophomore year, everyone talked about their sophomore slumps, and I definitely had them. I wasn't going out a lot, wasn't doing a whole lot. And so that time, I, like, didn't, and then. Sophomore slumps?
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You heard of that? No.
0: I hear that a lot at UF
1: yeah my experience is different but my sophomore year was horrible
0: um and that was just kind of a a weird tough time um I guess but my junior and senior year I really I got out there more
1: junior year of college was by far my favorite (laughs) year of college freshman year was whatever sophomore year not it (laughs) junior year a lot of fun (laughs) Senior year, I was getting over it, and I was ready to leave. The first semester with you, though, was great, actually. That
0: was fun. So I guess I, I only spent one semester. A big part year. of it was too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, sophomore year, I lived at a house with three other people. Mm-hmm. And you just don't get to the house that much, which means you're not surrounding yourself with people, which means you can get your own little divot. The
1: fraternity house, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Moving into the fraternity house helped a lot. Because... Mm-hmm. My fraternity, it's not like this everywhere, but my fraternity is really cool where we're all really close and everyone likes being in the house because everyone likes being close to each other. Mm-hmm. And you can always walk into a room and have a hangout. And no one's really... I mean, it's different from guys to girls, but in the scheme of like fraternities and you sharing things, we're a lot closer with each other. So I can just walk in and be like, yo, I need to talk about something and people will do that.
1: Yeah, I feel like you had a really... I don't think that was everyone's experience. I don't think that's think anyone's you had a... experience.
0: I think I got lucky.
1: I think... I don't believe in luck I think you got extremely you're extremely blessed in that though
0: I do believe in luck and I find the harder you work the luckier you get I love that quote
1: okay you're right
0: you know that was in my fraternity house in my junior year Um, we have lofts that are on like the ceiling Mm -hmm. and then you have a couch that's usually underneath and then a TV on the other wall right Mm -hmm. and every day I would look up and that quote was sitting right there I thought that was cool
1: I didn't know that yeah
0: I would look at that every day which is uh, a good reminder.
1: Not to bring up Ted Lasso one more time, but I literally put that quote in my my Instagram bio, which is so lame, I know.
0: Be a goldfish?
1: No, not be a goldfish. (laughs) Uh, Be curious, not judgmental.
0: Because it's from the greatest scene in television of all time. I know,
1: that's why.
0: There's, I don't, there's not a scene I like. There's two scenes in that show that I really like. Spoiler alert. And one of them is the dart scene.
1: hmm And That's... the
0: second one is the I Forgive You scene. I know. How oh, for What episode are you in?
1: I'm on episode. I was watching it on my phone because I was kind of napping out here.
0: Because I remember, I saw you were on episode six yesterday.
1: That's incorrect. I now have two Apple subscriptions. One on my phone Fantastic. and one on the TV.
0: So if anyone needs one. Um, <laughs> I if, have two. If you Venmo us. <laughs> she'll give it to you.
1: (laughs) It's like, they they could just get it for themselves at that point. Oh, I'm on airplane mode. I'll tell you later, But Okay, this is silly and you still have to go see The Alpinest because I do want to dedicate an entire episode to that because that's how, talk about, seriously.
0: Well, I have something to recommend to you too.
1: Okay, so you just do an episode where we talk about those things.
0: We'll, We'll recommend that at the end, yeah. Okay, cool. I recommend in and of itself.
1: Driving yesterday and I was just seeing a lot of those really tacky bumper stickers. And I just want to know what behooves... What's a
0: tacky bumper sticker?
1: If you're going to ride my ass, at least pull my hair, was one that really stands out in my mind.
0: (laughs) Where can we get that? (laughs) Anyways, yes, you saw good bumper stickers yesterday.
1: I just want to know what behooves someone to paste that on their...
0: The same person that puts (laughs) dangling balls (laughs) on their trailer hitch?
1: That's almost... No, I would never...
0: Yeah, you want to put that on your Bronco?
1: No, I don't.
0: Some big old testies?
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't. The new Broncos are officially... Official? Oh, I saw one today in real life. I kind of want to put those Bronco wheels on my Bronco. I don't know if...
0: Bronco on Bronco action?
1: Yeah, yeah, because you know I just hate my rims.
0: (sighs) Whatever are you going to do with your brand new Bronco... (laughs) I don't know. Life is so
1: hard. No, life is not hard. Life is great. I've been in a really good mood the past three days. I've kind of had that same realization that you have, that the chances of us being even alive, which I know I've... After I listened to the um, Joe Rogan episode with... I always mispronounce her name. The girl who escaped from North Korea. Right. Which I... You still need to listen to it. Everyone should listen to that episode. It's by far one of his best ever. It's really hard. You have to listen to it in like three parts because it's heavy. But it makes you so appreciative of life. I And the past three days i have just kind of been like what you were talking about a little bit of. The chances of us even being alive are one in like four trillion. Oh, yeah. One like- in four trillion. Those are the chances. So we won the lottery. I think it's like you have a greater. Someone said this once. You have a greater chance of winning the Powerball. It was like. 34 times over than you do even being alive
0: It's Pretty chill to be alive As you can tell I'm very chill with my tea
1: (laughs) But it's and we have this one life And the fact that people just numb themselves to it Really makes me sad And also how much time are we going to waste Like worrying about what other people think Of how we're living our lives
0: I think that might be the future issue If you love something, like Mm -hmm. let's say you love video games, Mm -hmm. and Joe Rogan said this, so he said, I love video games, I was playing a lot of times, I was spending a lot of time playing video games, Mm -hmm. I realized I was wasting time, Mm -hmm. so I stopped playing as many video games. But for those people who they really love that, and that's Mm -hmm. what they're dedicating their life to, Mm -hmm. and it's, are you wasting your time? I
1: agree. I completely agree. And I didn't always agree, but I agree now, I think. What does it matter if... Like Lex Friedman talks about that. He's like, I love to play video games. I love to stay up all night and play video games. And yeah, you can't do it every single day. Right. But why cut it out? Because then you're just literally depraving yourself of, of a little nugget in life that gives you joy. Exactly. Like that random TikTok of that girl being like, you know, I cut out coffee and now I've just what is it? Now I've just reduced my overall joy by 33% and it's like true, it's like what is it mad? Like why do you need to cut out, because it's not good for you?
0: I think you should be aware of like, like, you know, coffee can give you ulcers if you drink a lot of it. Video games if you can damage your eyes and you can also waste a lot of time doing that if you're not doing it for, you know, if you don't love it and you're just, that's literally all you do.
1: But moderation. I think humans need to learn moderation. We're in this binge culture. Yeah. It's like instead of cutting that thing out, we're such extremists. We're bingers and we're extremists. It's like, oh, if I can't have this thing, I just need to cut it out. When instead it's like, no, why don't you do the actual harder thing than cutting something off and relearn your relationship with it?
0: Because it's also it's equivalent to. You think video games are a waste of time and someone who spends eight hours a day in front of their computer is a waste of time playing video games. You do the same thing on your laptop every day at work. Yeah. And this guy has way Way more fun fun than you do. (laughs) Way
1: more fun. And if he's making money? He's making money. Money. Well, not everyone's making money. No,
0: but think about like a streamer, a small one. Let's say they make 40 grand a year. You're
1: acting like I tout on gamers. No, no, no,
0: I don't. Okay. But this is just more of like a...
1: Hypothetical. Yeah. Okay.
0: Let's say they're a small streamer and they're making 40 grand a year. They're a lot happier than that person who, let's say, hates demolition and they're doing demolition and they're making forty grand a year. I agree. So, who's really wasting the time? Is the guy doing demolition not achieving something that he wants to do? Or is it the guy who's spending eight hours a day in front of the screen, like everyone else does in the world? Like
1: everyone else. And then they go and spend more time in front of the screen.
0: When they get home, to relax. Yes.
1: Kind of transitioning into the rosebud thorn for the week and then another topic that I want to get into. Okay. Well, I was going to get into the topic of TikTok because I was listening to a podcast just about how that, like, every other platform is dying. And that's really because all of our attention has been drawn to TikTok. And I've seen they finally monetize the shit out of it. You can't go on TikTok without getting hit with an ad every, like, fourth scroll.
0: See, here's why I don't get about that. And you could probably have a good answer for this because this is your world. Thanks. So TikTok is giving you ads, right? Mm-hmm. And like Instagram, I think that killed Instagram because every third picture you saw was an ad, Mm -hmm. right? But nowadays, like you do, you do a lot of influencer marketing Mm -hmm. where you're reaching out directly to brands, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: or sorry, to brands and then also to the influencer and connecting them and you pay the influencer whatever X amount of dollars is, right? Yes. To make people feel like they're being inundated with less advertisements, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and maybe it's just, just a number figure, but why wouldn't TikTok Tell their influencers that if you have an ad on here, you have to pay us a percentage because that would keep their users there for longer. You know what I mean? Like if On Instagram, if we didn't get those ads every three scrolls, every mm-hmm. three pictures, mm-hmm. and instead the influencers that we followed paid Instagram, let's say, a certain percentage to post on there and we didn't get those ads, I would enjoy the platform a lot more.
1: Instagram is trying to do that, right as we speak.
0: (laughs) And (laughs) (laughs) that's why I don't make the big bucks yet.
1: Um, So they just took away. This is like getting into my job, but Uh it and it's it's very controversial what what Instagram is doing because they've always kind of made it really hard for creators to make money on their platform, Mm -hmm. and they're about to make it even harder because they want to make more money. So they're basically generating their own AdSense.
0: See, that just doesn't make sense to me because if you're forcing the creators out, that means you're forcing the viewers out, yes. which means you're making no money like yes. in the long run.
1: Yes, exactly. And that I which guess is it is owned by Facebook. It's very strange to us why they're doing this because their entire platform is these people and influencers or celebrities are not ever gonna quit brand partnerships. No. Brand partnerships have been around since the beginning of time. The platform in which we do them is just changing, which is what I do. Mm-hmm. But then why are you trying to force them out? I completely agree.
0: I feel like that doesn't make... That's a, it seems like a bad business model to me.
1: <clears throat> it's... Uh, I also it's, don't run Instagram, if you guys didn't know. It's skeezy. <laughs> it's skeezy is what it is. So that's why they took away the swipe up feature. And I don't know if you've seen recently, it's sticker links now.
0: I don't notice it as much as you do.
1: Yeah. So if you notice the next time someone even or even someone big who's just like linking to an article, mm-hmm. it won't be a swipe up anymore. It's a it's a sticker link.
0: What's the difference?
1: Um, it makes it less trackable for us, so we can't see those oh. back in analytics. So it makes our jobs a lot harder.
0: But why would they want to do that?
1: Because they want to They
0: want you to overestimate how much people are reaching so they pay more money?
1: There's a there's a variety of reasons that they're I don't necessarily want to get into this. There's a variety of reasons. I think um, this is super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because, it's weird
0: because you do it every day.
1: Yeah, I know, and so I feel like I'm very boring. But you're I not. Ge- I guess, <laughs> yeah, I guess my job is interesting to people because every time I tell them, I have, I've had a few memories in my life where I was out to dinner in New York with friends, whatever, and in New York, it's very common. You're at a dinner table with someone who's 19 and someone who's 55 yeah. and that's just everyone commingles there yeah age is kind of not a thing it's just a number it's just a number but i've had like grown-ass man like 40 50 year old dudes at the edge of their seat just being like this is what's possible i'm like bro this has been around for a really long time
0: <laughs> if it's not your world it's not your world it,
1: yeah yeah
0: i mean okay think about it from a different perspective mm-hmm if you were to meet someone who was, let's say, maybe like a model's agent. Mm-hmm. I guess you might, you deal with those people more often, so you kind of know that. Let's say you, you deal with someone who's a deep sea fisherman, and that's all they do. It's boring to them. Yeah. It's pretty cool to it's you. It's pretty,
1: because it's something, because... You just don't know about it. Because we're curious, though. Exactly. <coughs> be because curious. curious. And be curious.
0: Shout out, Teb.
1: <laughs> it's actually Walt Whitman is the original quoter.
0: I'm glad you really dug deep into this. (laughs) I did. It's for the viewers. I
1: did. Uh, I gave both credit. Anyway, so, um, but the other reason that what sucks about the amount of ads, right, is that it degrades the quality of the ad, but it's also kind of a big F you to us In a few ways, because it shows how truly addicted we are, they're going to push out as many ads as they can. They don't care about our user experience to an extent if they know because they can see on their back end Google Analytics that we're still going to mindlessly open up that app 17 times a day and give the average viewership time on TikTok a year ago when we went and talked to them was... 65 minutes and i'm sure it has only gone up since then
0: My bet is close to double now
1: right so why do they care if they're making more money it's the same way that facebook has not facebook sorry netflix people are like why does netflix put out all the shitty content right because they cracked the code because in the pandemic they had these lower budgets and they're like, wait, we can bang out all these like crappy shows and we can still make a 1600% return on our investment. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't we do that? Yeah. So that's the answer to your question. Do you
0: think though that social media is, it's like a washing machine almost. Like not, maybe washing machine is not the right thing, but they, they come and they go pretty quickly.
1: This is just going to be a blip.
0: So that's my point. Do you think that they're doing these ads, one, almost as an experiment, but two, just because they know that these platforms are going to die, so you might as well make as much money as you can until, and then you just make a new one?
1: Same reason that agents... It's really hard for... I'm making a lot of analogies, but same reason that agents and um, celebrities or actors or whatever, they have a very (sighs) trying dynamic because agents, there's a life cycle on someone's fame. And so they're never thinking about the long play. They're thinking about how much can I pull out of this person right now? And that's why agents will give people like shitty jobs and be like, no, just go act in this movie because they want their percent because they have no idea how long they're going to stay relevant for. So yes, I think when in a thousand years or whatever, Instagram is going to be the same blip as my space. And I think they're learning They're doing really, really crazy tests with people's psyches on TikTok right now. I think that's the most intuitive. It also scares me the most. They took these bots, they took like four, is this boring? No. Okay, they took like four um, uh, bots with AI, super advanced AI technology, Uh right? And this is another thing about TikTok that really interests me. And I don't actually know the answer, it was what I wrote down, I'll get to that later. It took four bots and they started feeding them one type of content and they wanted to see how quickly the algorithm would ramp up that content for the four and how almost it was like dark to happy kind of content so one bot for example they gave a single um uh what was it it was like a single it was just like mushrooms like psychedelic mushrooms and then how quickly that AI's brain went to like liking more and then how quickly it was generating more and then how quickly it went from that single mushroom TikTok to I think in like a 10 day span it was every third was about psychedelic mushrooms but down a very deep dark rabbit hole of like how to get it and then like in the weeds of like where to contact people Wow! and that really scares me because there's obviously kids right and how that's how smart this technology is and I think they're making it this very light-hearted, family-friendly place, which is why you notice you go on there and creators have to self-censor. And nothing can be too sexy or it gets taken well, they down. They had all the
0: ki- the kitty problems in the beginning. Mm-hmm.
1: And you can't say sex. You have to say, like, segs. You know, yeah, I've noticed that. that, yeah. So why is it so family-focused? But there's also... There's pedophilia rings you can get in on here. There's, like I said, there's drugs for kids. Um, They're trying to make themselves look very wholesome, but also addict you and take you. It's just...
0: But what I think is interesting is, I was listening to a podcast about this the other day, and I try to do this now as well, is you know now that what you look at a ton because of AI is going to come up more and more, right? Mm -hmm. So now I just try to look at puppies all the time. (laughs) i i'm so serious not really puppies but just i just only click on the happy things and i try to scroll as fast as i can through the sad things so i'm only getting the stuff good. i like because you're kind of outsmarting it in a way
1: yes yeah, so and no it's smarter than you think it is it doesn't i would even, just rather
0: get the happy stuff it
1: doesn't even have to yeah you know like they're looking at your watch time they're looking at did you watch this for four seconds did you scroll through it i noticed that yeah. did you watch it twice it's not even liking it. Did you click over to the no, creator's page? Did you follow them? Did you not follow them? How many times did you scroll down? They are gathering all of that data. You
0: can tell too. Yeah. If You if, you can tell like if you're just on for one, is it like it's called a session?
1: A session, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're on
0: for one session, you can, you'll watch your timeline change, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is nutty to me.
1: And that's why people make jokes. Oh, right now I'm on prison TikTok. Oh, right now I'm on... You know, Alabama Rush TikTok.
0: And if I could recommend one thing to people, it would just be most people probably watched it all right now. But there's a documentary on Netflix called The Social Dilemma, and it gets into a lot of this. And yep. I think it's very important to watch so you realize what you're, how much you're giving away. But
1: I think that documentary is even antiquated now because it's just focusing on Instagram and Facebook. They don't. It's a good t-
0: place to start. It's a good
1: place to start, but they don't even touch TikTok. I think TikTok's a whole other monster.
0: Probably. I mean, I think it's probably the next evolution of social media i saw yesterday there's a thing now you can put in your eye it's called it's called mojo it's just a contact and it gives you augmented reality around you
1: so this is the next thing i was going to talk about is which
0: is insane
1: i know you're just breaking into liking tim Dillon, which we're working on you every single day but he came out with this satirical podcast back in end of January and I'm going to find it for you and if you guys want to listen I'll put it in the show notes but basically again it's very satirical and he's it's it's a comedic but it gets very intense about how these people are trying to make our at-home environment so comfortable so that we never want to leave it gets a little bit conspiratorial, but it really makes you think. Now, mm-hmm.
0: a darker perspective to this <laughs> would be like, if I'm aware of this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: let the other people just stay in their house.
1: Completely agree.
0: You know what I mean? There's if you're... less people out here. You're not dealing with all the traffic. You just, it seems like there's less people around.
1: I think it's a good idea for a movie. Well, I almost think it's our reality. I really almost think it's survival of the fittest. If you are so like daft, for a better term, that you do fall for this in a certain way, even though I know it's not our faults. And so I'll have these girls come in, and they'll be like, oh my gosh. I didn't realize how everything is an ad. Everything's an ad, Elizabeth. And they'll be like, they'll want to shake me. And I'm like, yes! And now you're going to make them.
0: It's just funny to me that... I had I worked in a small t- or advertising agency, but mostly it just my um, experience in college and learning about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You realize just even from going to college, and you know it. Obviously, you realize it more than I do, but it's just it's you fall for ads less because you realize how fake everything is.
1: Everything. That's is why I think
0: honestly, ad. like. Advertising was a good thing to go into the longer I look back at it. Because it's it's going to be the most prominent thing in the world, I think, in the future.
1: It teaches you how to read people, too. It teaches you what people think. And you have to keep up with the psychology of it, which is what I enjoy the most. Mm -hmm. It's a form of manipulation. So it can get very... Dark. I have very dark days at work where I, I don't...
0: Like what you're doing?
1: Don't like what I'm doing because that's how I feel. But then if I'm doing my job right, it won't feel like that. So then I have to check myself and be like, well, actually your whole thing is like authentic, right? Mm -hmm. And so if it feels not right, then maybe like go check yourself and how do we rework this to make it authentic?
0: It's good you still have that ticker inside of you. That uh, ethical voice, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean. It's true. If you're, I like when I can connect a brand of mine to someone who is maybe genuinely already a user.
0: Also, a lot of the brands you work with are cool and they do give good benefits, to be fair.
1: Our big thing is that we've never pitched a client. We've only had people come to us, and right. we've we've been able since day one when it was literally seven of us from the beginning. We had a dope roster. I mean, who can say that a startup of six people has SoulCycle, Equinox, like Daily Harvest, some of the biggest brands yeah. in New York, if not in the country. Like on, they, literally. And if they only knew, it was like six <laughs> of us, like blah blah blah, <laughs> basically making up. I mean, truly. We were doing, when I started a village, we're doing 90% gifted, right? So that means that we're opportunistically gifting these people. And so it's like product Uh placements. So you're sending product essentially to people hoping that they put it in their podcast, that they put it somewhere in the Uh YouTube video, that they Instagram story it, whatever.
0: Product has to be good in the first place. What? I mean, like when you're doing that, the product has to be good. Right. For them to bring or them.
1: you're seeking out people who you know. For example, I knew when I we got Highball, which is an Anheuser Busch brand. I knew Whitney Cummings drinks Highball every single day. So what did we do?
0: You went to the cumster.
1: <laughs> but now, in the past three years, agents come to us because we kind of set like the industry standard
0: mm-hmm.
1: for how these branded partnerships are structured. And so it's gone from 90% gifted to probably 5% gifted. Like, if that even. And now it's all... And you see how much money... It's crazy.
0: I would like that much money. It's, Just the, the day that you pay out, I would like that much money.
1: <laughs> on my, I showed Jared my payout days where I have to go through and approve all the invoices. And it is a lot of money. I also love when... Like you get to the the negotiation phase of a partnership and the person turns it down and it can be like a lot of zeros and i'm just like how nice to be in a spot in life where you're like i'm good
0: it's cool man good for them
1: yeah no it's really cool this is a random fact you have a random fun fact from the week
0: i don't know tell me your fact maybe i'll think of something
1: breastfeeding is a form of birth control
0: How do you find that out?
1: When you are breastfeeding, you have to be breastfeeding consistently at like a, at like an intra or like a whatever, of every four to five hours. Mm-hmm. When you're doing that, your body turns off the ovulation. Oh, really? So you don't ovulate, so you can't get pregnant.
0: I guess that makes sense biologically.
1: Right? Yeah,
0: totally. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, it's breeding season in Montana, so they put the bulls in their own field. <laughs> it's a fun fact
1: oh they're horned up aren't they
0: so right now we get it but um horrible joke hornable joke um so today I was at the shooting club which is where we do skeet shooting in 22s mm-hmm. and out in the field behind where we shoot the five the five stand there's just one lonely bull walking <laughs> around big old monster
1: do we want to do rosebud thorns sure okay And then I want to do... I don't know what I wanted to call it, so maybe you guys can help or you can help me with this. I want to basically do, like, ins and outs or, like...
0: I'm just as lost as you guys.
1: Like, short and longs. Things you're into at the moment right now and things that are, like, not cool, like, you're not into. Does that make sense?
0: You're You're not into anymore, but you used to be into?
1: It could just be, like, this week. Like, this week, I'm really into x and mm-hmm. right now i'm really not vibing z
0: i don't vibe with z that much <laughs> most words don't <laughs> honestly all right what's your rosebud thorn c's dirt
1: okay my rose for the week was going to pause up yesterday okay that was really fun um my bud is we were talking about this on the podcast a few weeks ago mm-hmm and people in my life have been noticing it about me, too. I think I was at a crossroads in my life where I, I'm kind of... This sounds so cheesy, but I was kind of having to let go of the person that I was. And I'm turning into this new person.
0: You let Jesus take the wheel. I did. Take it from your hand.
1: Mm-hmm. And I it was very uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm breaking into that new person as of late. And it's put me in a really great mood.
0: As grandfather always said, if you're not scared shitless, you're doing it wrong.
1: And... I went on a date last Friday. He gave me this little pep talk that I told mom about how perfectionism is for pussies. And that. Grandfather
0: said that too. He says, if you're doing it, if you're doing 50%, if you're getting it right 50% of the time, you're doing better than most
1: people. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's another way of putting it. He's like, perfectionism is for pussies. I wouldn't be this successful if I ever made anything perfect. Nothing I've ever put out is being perfect. That's for people who. Um, Perfectionism is just another excuse for procrastinators, and if I got nothing else out of the conversation, I will remember that for every it for some reason it really it clicked. it clicked in my head, and I've had this idea, and I'm 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 excited about something for the first time in a really long time professionally that can be a little side project, and I'm actually putting pen to paper, and I'm not gonna do the whole perfectionism thing and like wait for the right moment because, again those meanings that you hear and they lose. Uh-huh. There are people who just do it and they're not afraid and I want to be one of those people. I don't want to keep talking about I don't about think they're
0: it. necessarily not afraid, but if you were to wait for the right moment, you might look back and say, oh, what if I just started this six months earlier? Mm-hmm. I would have been so much farther ahead. Mm-hmm. So you might as well just start it now. Mm-hmm. Fuck them.
1: Mm-hmm. The worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. The scaredest you've ever been is the scaredest you've ever been. Like, Even if I mess this up, I'm going to learn.
0: I think one of my favorite things to think about sometimes is you know babies cry when things hurt right and that's the worst pain they've ever felt in their life mean mm-hmm. you can apply that to your life now i mean the thing that you think hurts the most
1: mm-hmm.
0: probably it won't feel that bad in the future because you'll have something else that comes up so it's just not that serious
1: and i love
0: most of the time there's exceptions of
1: course. i love that hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think when we were talking the other day about, was it with you? No, I don't think it was. But I said, would you rather change one thing in your past or get to see your future in like 20 years and where you ended up? Which one would it be?
0: I'd rather change something in my past.
1: Same. I, I like...
0: I don't really want to know I don't the want to know. I don't want to know. It's about the journey, right? But
1: nothing huge in my past either. Like, But if I had to choose one of the two...
0: Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of regret I have, um, and if I thought about it, it's just an embarrassing stories that I would change.
1: Right, like maybe but I also, go change my tampon when I bled <laughs> through my pants in high school or something, like something silly.
0: But those things, those stories, are the best. They are. They teach you the most about life. That's why I don't think I think going back and changing things, I think is a, it's a, not a good perspective to have because you're here now.
1: But and I'm only here now because of every single thing that's happened. I would be a different person
0: if it were not that way.
1: Correct. Every single thing has led to this building block that is my current. But so it I don't know. Might, but you have to pick. But one. if I had to
0: pick, it would be, be something. something.
1: Yeah, because I don't want to see the future because that would.
0: I think I would totally just like buy Bitcoin or something. <laughs> you know.
1: But that would also change your trajectory.
0: Sure, but that's Apple, fine.
1: Apple stocks go and write yourself a note.
0: I would buy bitcoin for sure.
1: i would buy apple. It's way more tangible. I st- like I'm in crypto but I don't trust it.
0: Elizabeth, if I bought 1000 crypto for a 1000 do- a bitcoin for a dollar. Yeah,
1: okay. You're right.
0: I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no you're right. All right,
0: what's your thorn?
1: Oh. Okay, well, just wrapping up my bud. I'm just inspired and really excited fantastic okay my thorn you're rude isn't it Um, funny
0: how when you talk about all that you just surmise everything you had to say in three words
1: my thorn is that i'm hungover right now
0: (laughs) and that's the biggest problem of the week for me all
1: right your turn
0: um my rose for the week is that i've just uh i came to an understanding this week i was just sitting on the porch kind of relaxing doing a little meditation i just Realized that I'm here now, and this is it. Um, these feelings, they come and go, but once you get the feeling, it's easier to come back to that feeling, knowing what it, it is. Mm, so it's almost
1: like practice. Yeah, it's like so, training your brain.
0: People talk about it all the time. It is training. I think training your brain is super important. It is. Not just reading, but just taking the time just not to do anything and
1: meditation.
0: Let everything go. Mm hmm. Um, my bud for the week, though, is, you've heard that you understand a topic better if you teach it to someone else, mm-hmm. and so all I do all day, or not all day, but sometimes I'll be at the shooting club where I teach skeet shooting,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and teaching that has just gotten me a lot better without even shooting, because I shot Isn't the other that day.
1: That so interesting?
0: And, um, I shoot every once in a while, um, but not that much, and... I was shooting the other day and I was just crushing it. And I think it's honestly because I just teach these properties all the time and I just repeat them in my head. So it's kind of like it's uh, the
1: fundamentals. Formula
0: One drivers or in Free Solo he did this too where they'll sit down and they'll be blindfolded and they'll just go through it, they'll drive with their eyes closed. <laughs> Similar to that where I'm just kind of like repeating what I need to do and what everyone else should be doing and kind of seeing what's happening and it's giving me better understanding. Um, thorn would be going to be that I'm gonna to have to get a lot of things fixed on my car really yeah it's just getting old I just got it after I'm done I pause for that month I just, I'm gonna to to take it in and let him work on it for a little bit but that's
1: why should you put your Jeep on the trailer when we move and then just drive my bronco
0: we could do that
1: so it's not we'll hmm. not talk about that right now yeah you're right sorry okay long and shorts or in and outs
0: Okay, so something I've been into this week has been. What have I been into this week?
1: It can be super flighty.
0: No, I get that. What do you, what, what, what this is your topic, what do you got?
1: Um, I'm really into hard kombuchas right now. Okay. There's, I forgot how good they are. And I really think that's going to be my new beverage. Bevy. Um, and what's out? Out is... Beer right now. Makes me feel too full. <laughs>
0: okay, so my in and out are musicians. Okay. So my in right now is there's this girl that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. Her name's Sierra... Ferrell, Ferrell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly, but Sierra S i e r r a.
1: We'll also put that in the show notes.
0: And last name Ferrell, Pharrell, Ferrell, And mm-hmm. um, she does Americana music, but her her range of like how she plays her song it goes. Spanish influence, Parisian influence, French influence, and then all the way back to American influence, and she's mm-hmm. all these different songs that sound all these different ways. Mm-hmm. Super good. If I could recommend one song, my favorite right now is West Virginia Waltz by her. Um, it's about her and and a uh, ex lover, I guess, and how they used to hook up, but now he's gone in a different place. Super good. What I have been listening to previously that's out now is there's a band called Zeal Ardor. Um, no. they're a metal band and they have a one of my favorite live albums ever it's called Live in London and I've been listening to that I was listening to that for like two weeks
1: have you listened to the live album that I sent you forever ago you still haven't
0: no I, I did listen to some of it and it just wasn't really my thing no no not really <sighs>
1: I'm sad it's okay
0: not everything's for everybody I know would you rather
1: ooh okay
0: this is getting dark. This is gonna be a fun one. Okay. Would you rather you ever heard of the medieval torture method where they put a rat
1: Oh my yes. They put and a bucket. Yes. So what they'll do is yes. they'll put a rat on
0: your stomach, they put a bucket over it, and they heat they the other side. The fire and it, so it and
1: scratches it. through you. Mm-hmm. What?
0: Would you rather have that? Or the Japanese would do this thing where they'd have bamboo and it tends so yeah, to grow so fast it can grow straight grows through, through you. you. Which one would you like to have? <laughs>
1: I guess the rat, because you'd die quicker.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm having convulsions.
0: All right, that's all, folks. I love you like peaches. you sweetest can be.